Life from the Well is sponsored by Scratch Distillery. Located in Edmonds, Washington, Scratch Distillery crafts delicious spirits from scratch. Every batch is made by hand from local non-GMO organic grains. Head on over to Edmonds and taste the natural, delicious flavors for yourself. If you have an itch for a cocktail, go scratch it. Hi guys, and welcome to Life from the Well. My name's Joey, and I'll be your bartender and host. This is the podcast that brings you behind-the-scenes service industry stories and in-depth cocktail profiles. Thank you for joining us, and enjoy the show. This episode from Life from the Well is served handcrafted by Barfly Mixology Gear, a line of essential tools for mixologists. Life from the Well. All right. Well, joining us today is uh, a longtime friend of mine, actually, Lindsay Reese. Um, she's uh, I, I met her years ago working at the the brewery with a couple past guests, Dave and Scotty, and um, many other good fine folks. Uh, but uh, Lindsay, welcome to the show. Hi. Yes. Thank you for for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's start with our yeah. Here, our shot, our drink to begin the show. Cheers. Welcome. What are you drinking there? I'm actually drinking a seltzer. I'm kind of into that seltzer game right now. Yeah, for sure. It's, um, Golden Road Brewing here in California. Mm-hmm. This one is a strawberry pineapple. Oh, yum. Those are like yeah, it's actually pretty fruits. tasty. Yeah. I think there's a LaCroix that's strawberry pineapple. Maybe it's strawberry. Yeah, kiwi pineapple. Doesn't Ooh. matter. <laughs> <sighs> that one's better because it has booze in it and it's probably locally made. So, yeah. Yes. Nice. I've got some jalapeno vodka that I'm trying to work my way through. Oh, spicy. Yeah, spicy. So I threw some cassis in there too. Gave it a little like jammy, spicy jammy flavor. Nice. Makes it bearable. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to Lindsay. Welcome to the show. Here we are. Um, this is our, at, at its very core, a service industry podcast. And then we talk about whatever and what's going on. But um, you, you have some history in the service industry, I understand. I, I do, just a little bit. <laughs> awesome. Why don't we start at the years, very so. beginning? And <laughs> tell, tell us kind of uh, what, what got you into it and what you started doing. In the beginning. All right. So I was, you know, in high school, one, needed a job. My parents are like, all right, so you can get a job now. So why don't you do that and pay for your own shit? I'm like, okay. So I started my work. And my career in the service industry at Silver City. Nice. Cheers. In 2004, I was there for almost nine years. So I worked all throughout college, my last year of high school. I was a host, expo, never a buster, never a bartender either, but server for most of the time. So mm-hmm. um, great place to work. I mean, it's huge now. It's there are beers yeah. everywhere in the airport. It's I don't know yeah. how far south it goes. Like. I've got it in Edmonds, the restaurants I work at. I don't, I don't know if they get out of the state. Um, yeah. But, but still, still yeah, I mean, they have a monster presence. Exactly. And I, I remember, you know, they still brewed the beer in the building when I yes. started. Yeah. I so that. now it's a dining area, but, and they have a whole, you know, distribution center, which is great. Mm-hmm. But so that was, that was my start. And then I moved to Honolulu 
And I started working at Dukes in Waikiki. So I worked there for six years. Great place to work. I mean, it's right on the beach. So mm-hmm. you have Diamond Head exactly. right there. I mean, it's tourists everywhere. I mean, it's mm-hmm. definitely a tourist spot, but always busy. It's insane. It's a huge restaurant. It's a very well-oiled machine. I will say that. Mm-hmm. They have their shit together and what Lots works. Of years of experience Most, doing it. <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. I mean, there's... There's times where they'll cut down and then it's just insane and these get these big rushes and then this huge group of people comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pretty well oiled. They have everything good to go. Nice. Yeah, those tourist areas are you, typically, they can be cheesy, but at the same time, very lucrative for those of us that work in the industry, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a consistent yeah. flow of people just coming all the time, which is kind of nice. Constantly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, you, but you do get regulars too, because it's right on the beach. So there's, you know, you have the surf instructors, a lot of beach boys, the kind of the guys that work on the beach, mm-hmm. surf lessons on the catamarans. They all come into Dukes too. We give them a discount. So we do have a lot of local people that come in. And every Sunday, which we have Henry Capono, he's a very famous local um, artist in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So he would play every Sunday and we'd get uh, it's an older crowd, but it was, it was fun. Yeah, good vibes. Actually, I take that back. I fucking hated working Sundays <laughs> after a while. But now well, I Sundays, miss it. Sundays <laughs> are that day in the industry anyways. I feel like that it just becomes dreaded. Like nobody, nobody ever really wants to work a Sunday shift. Yeah, no. Mm. It was that, you know, football this time of year. Yeah, football, the church like crowd, Running to the bar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's always just a weird, a weird day. You never know if you're going to be busy or, or dead and whatever happens, it ends up being horrible anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sundays, but <laughs> um, let's see. I worked at a golf course for a summer. I was a cart girl and bartender. That was interesting. Got some interesting folks out there. Yeah. For sure. Golfers are, you know, they're cool. Some <laughs> of them a little pretentious maybe, but um, it was, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'd say working the cart was not as fun because you got to load that shit. So you got to like load all the beer. And then if you don't sell it all, you got to deload it at the load end of the day. Yeah. yeah. And it's a pain in the ass, but. Can you just drive the cart around the golf course and sell beers? I'm not a big golfer, so I'm not familiar. Yeah. So you, there's, you know, certain carts that have coolers on it. And so you just mm-hmm. load all that shit up, <laughs> ice, every cups, like, then, you know, there'd be times I'd go around the corner and my fucking cups would fly out. And I'm like, shit. So then I go all the way back to the clubhouse, get more cups. I'm just like, oh, my God. But it was really fun because you did drive a golf cart around. Yeah. You know, it was cold sometimes, obviously, being in Washington. But it was fun. Yeah. You see that. I mean, you get good at layering in Washington, too, right? Yeah. Lots of coffee. Lots of hot beverages. Indeed. Hot beverages and a raincoat. And you're good to go in Washington. Pretty much, yeah. From Dukes to where? Oh, so well, currently I'm a flight attendant for an airline. I'm on leave right now, so I've just been chilling pretty much. Yeah. And COVID setbacks kind of thing? COVID, yeah. And they downsized a bit of our company, mm-hmm. uh, but they offered some voluntary leave options. So I took it just as an opportunity to um, hang out and not work because I've been yeah. working since, yeah, you know, high school. Sure, take some time, focus on yourself a little bit. Yeah, I, just get, we, I mean, I feel like the, the two two of the industries hit the hardest by this whole thing. What the the bar industry and the airline industry, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's and we fly to Hawaii, so 
there's been a, quor- a mandatory 14-day quarantine mm-hmm. for anyone entering the state. Right. Um, and they've been actually finding people that are breaking that. And so I think they actually just lifted that. Now, if you have a negative COVID test, you can you can travel without having to quarantine. So okay. that was you on the 15th. Before you travel and then go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully we're going to see some more business pick up because um, yeah. it's say- been a real struggle. <laughs> I've flown a couple times since this all started and it's been kind of nice. I, it's actually been some of my best experiences on an airplane aside from like, not like less snacks, but whatever it's, it's just yeah. like less, <laughs> it's been like the fastest, the fastest through security um, mm-hmm. planes aren't crowded. So you got all this extra room. You're not smashed in between two people in the middle seat. There's I agree. Some perks to it. <laughs> For sure. And we're as a worker, I mean, you really don't do anything, which is kind of, it sounds lazy, I guess, but you know, mm-hmm. we do serve you yeah, like a snack and a drink, but then you're pretty much done. It's like, okay. Which is actually yeah. kind of boring. Honestly, I haven't worked during this, so I don't really know, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming it's probably pretty boring. So there'd be a lot of Netflix watching, yeah, uh, <laughs> probably snacking, eating, mm-hmm. talking shit with everyone else. You know? Eating all the snacks that you can't give out to the customers. Yeah. A little <laughs> bit of that here and there. no i never do that (laughs) (laughs) right and i've never taken a shot on shit never never. (laughs) i can't do that now because it's not even a thing anymore as long as no future bosses listen to this and condemn me for it whatever we won't worry about that Uh, (laughs) don't worry about that little guy (laughs) um what, what, what kind of comparisons can you run with uh, with with flight attendant and, and serving? Is it is it a? Uh, uh, I feel like it seems like it would be pretty pretty transitional, but uh, I guess yeah, it's that's what I also thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, there's so much safety training involved with being a flight attendant. So you know, I went through a eight week training, intense training, like every day. And I would say 90% of it was safety-based and 10% was service-based. So mm. honestly, they're just kind of like, well, this is what, how you're supposed to do it. A lot of people do it kind of their own way. So just get there and you'll have to figure it out, basically. I'm like, okay. Sure. So it almost, it almost relies on someone who has a service industry background. Just, just yeah. It's not something they're going to teach you necessarily. Yeah, a little bit, especially um, first class. Yeah. It's kind of like having your own little restaurant. You know, we do like a full blown meal and snack and, you know, any beverage you want that we that we have. Yeah. People will be asking for, you know, some ridiculous shit. And like, we don't know. We don't have that. Like, but, no, I'm not going to make you a long right now. <laughs> I'm like, that's not even possible. <laughs> um, I guess the nice part is, of course, you have to be nice, but you can be a little more snappy on the plane, I think. And it's like. You know, of course, I think towards the end of my career in the service industry, I was definitely getting a little more snappy. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. So I'm just like, my patience is lowering. Yeah, just losing your patience for that bullshit. Like just, ugh, yeah, people come at me and I'm like, okay, well, what do you want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's actually one reason. You got to re- tell me what you want. Otherwise, I can't, and I, I can't read your mind. So just tell yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh yeah, that's one thing. I, I or one reason I think I gravitated towards the bar was actually similar reasons was I could be definitely could be a little more snappy and a it's little a little an asshole, and people seem to be more accepting of it. I guess. Yeah, I, I think working. I worked mostly, you know, as a server, but the time in the behind the bar, yeah, it's definitely you're just like, no, yes, what do you want? Like, mm-hmm. 
you know, unless you're serving them meals, which I never really did from when I was bartending at the yeah. golf course. <laughs> so. <Fair> <laughs> I used to give them shit when we were serving the meals too. I think that's, yeah, that was always my fun making fun of, making fun of people for how they order their food, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That <laughs> with, drink with, just, yeah. With, with, with like a loving, uh, demeanor with a big yeah. smile just yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah people would order their steak well done they're like i remember one time i had a table where it was like three medium rares and one well done and so as i was repeating the order back i was like all right i have three steaks or four steaks three medium rare and one ruined and and uh you know there was <laughs> joke and laugh and, and shaming the one person at the table but then but then you know oh, yeah drinking you're like oh, here's for being a good sport <laughs> Everybody had a good time. We yeah. all had a good memory. Everybody else got a good laugh and that person got a free drink. So, you know, it works out. There you go. Yeah. My favorite is, you know, people would order the chicken dish. I'm like, oh, and how, like everyone would order a steak. Last person ordered a chicken dish. I'm like, okay, and how would you like that cooked? And they're just like, oh. I'm like, yeah, I'm obviously fucking joking. Like, <laughs> well, you're meeting my chicken. <laughs> he's like, not a jokester. Check. Okay. <laughs> Noted for. Let me go put that time. in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so along the way what 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 has been probably the favorite role i guess that you've played in in the in the service to others i i think dukes is my favorite i i really had a great time working there it was mm -hmm. always insane always busy there was no ac and i'm like coming into work with pants and a shirt <laughs> i'm just like drenched in sweat like trying to you know be professional but it was just fun because it was so fast-paced and everyone worked really hard um, because it was so busy, but I just, I made lifelong friends there. And I think that's probably my favorite part about working in a restaurant and bar is just the people that you get to meet. Cause there's yeah. so many people from different backgrounds and places and, you know, you got people with, yeah, like their doctorates and they're like, oh, I'd just rather be here yeah. <laughs> on the beach. And you're like, right. all right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that too. Just the connection to or like the camaraderie, I guess you build over the years with with people that do the same thing as you. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and you're making good money as well. I think that's such, that's probably one of my pet peeves is when guests are like, oh, what are you going to do for your real job? And I'm like, mm -hmm. um, how is this not a real job? I'm yeah. making yeah. like, you know, some of the bartenders working there made six figures, you mm -hmm. know, a year just working yeah. three, four days a week. And I'm like, that's a pretty real job to me. Like that can provide yeah. a lot. Yeah, please tell family. me what what what, uh, what constitutes yeah. a real job when when you can get that kind of satisfaction from from something, you know. Exactly. So I, a few people would ask, that and I'm just like, no, this is it right now. So I'm just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's shit. I mean, yeah. And also, I mean, working at a beach at rest front restaurant in Waikiki is like that's kind of the dream for a lot of people too, right? I mean, regardless of, of the fact that you're going to work, you're still on the beach in Waikiki. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes I look up and I just be like, oh shit, like this is, this is not a bad view right here. I need to yeah. watch, you know, there's people surfing and people watching is obviously fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. there. The tourist area <laughs> so, is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you see, you know, they do these catamaran rides. It's like all you can drink like mm -hmm. right outside. So you just see these people just stumbling off those just shit faced, yeah. which is always funny. Then they try to come into the restaurant. You're like, nope, no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. You've had Maybe not today there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for your cocktails on your uh, yes. application, you, you mentioned a couple and I, let's see, Negroni, Margarita, French 75. Yes. 
So we've done histories yeah. on all two, of those already. Three. <laughs> the French 75, I promised to my wife because it was the first drink I made her. And so, so her episode, we're going to do that on that one, which oh, it's, good. A fun, it's, a, it's a fun um, history because it, like, it goes back to the French 75 was a gun in World War I. Um, it was hmm. like a, a big gun, and and so some of the some of the um, rumors around the name is that people or that the soldiers were making um, cocktails out of the shell, which is about the size of a Collins glass. Oh, okay. Uh, the seventy five with commandeered liquor out of the shell. There's more to it, but whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought you were saving this for uh, we're for saving lady that here. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, so I've done the history on the Negroni before, but I love a Negroni. Okay. It's probably my favorite drink. And, Me uh, too. Me it's too. The best. It's absolutely they're the best. They're really just, yeah, they're delicious. Yeah. It's named after Count Camillo Negroni, um, the Italian guy who wanted a drink that was stronger than just aperitif. And so they added gin to it. Um, but we've done the history on that, but I want to do a variation on the Negroni, which is one I've actually been kind of pondering over the last couple of weeks. And then I looked it up today and, and there's a bunch of, there's a couple of different people that have done it through the years, at least in the last like five years. It's one of those things that someone thought of, but it's, it's the Negroni sour. Um, huh. So we'll do the video for it, which is going to be fun, but it's, it's essentially just a Negroni with a little bit of citrus and an egg white. Ooh. Drop okay. it up and then you pour it into a, uh, actually here, let me show you. Egg whites are always, you know, those are pretty hip in cocktails. Oh, they're so very trendy. Very, it's highly trendy right now. Yeah. Do I have in the last few years? (laughs) I will never say no to an agron. Well, unless I'm already wasted. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) Say no to a negroni after you've had like three or four, and then that's it's probably yeah. Oh, that's yeah. You're definitely. I'd be. I'd be good after that. I I had a negroni. <laughs> talk about this last time in mexico I had a negroni and they put um instead of sweet vermouth they put fernet in it mm, 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 mm. it was um i love fernet but it was too much and it was just like fernet on top of campari was just bitter 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 Ooh, yeah it didn't end up being a very good thing i like to do yeah. mine with hendrix i like yeah do a little yeah. uh little cucumber essence there yes i love hendrix so i love hendrix too there was a really I like good it on the rocks the negroni on the rocks I usually do them on the rocks. Yeah. I think they should be on the rocks. I think the yeah. sour, I would absolutely do up just because it's egg white and it's frothy. But I think in general, mm-hmm. Negronis are, 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 I mean, I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, they're supposed to be this way. But I, I, the majority of them that I've had, even in Italy, at multiple different cities there, everybody always seems to serve them on the rocks unless you specifically ask for it up. But then you come here and there's an argument with it, or some people think it should be stirred. And yeah, and I've other people think you just pour it I've over. Had it. I've had them both ways. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just order it and won't specify, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I, I'm <laughs> of the. I'm gonna drink it <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be good probably either way. But I, I'm of the camp. I agree with you that that I think um, you at least need like one giant ice cube in there or some sort of ice that helps to uh, yes keep it chilled. Because honestly, you don't want to be chugging those things which i have which yeah, is, yeah i know that does not ever end up well it's <laughs> all, it's just a glass full of alcohol so i mean it, the, yeah the more ice you get in there it's actually going to dilute it a little bit and and uh mm-hmm. you know then you can drink it slower i think that's part of it but yeah, yeah. okay so they started in what was his name again um <laughs> so, uh, uh the italian guy where is he is, is so his last name camillo negroni camillo oh 
Yes, yeah, yes. M-I-L-L-O. His last name was, it was Count Negroni. This was basically oh, what I okay. always say whenever I'm telling a story in the bar. It's like, oh, it's named after Count Negroni. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Early 1900s, 1919, I think is the year in Florence, Italy. His favorite drink at the time was, was an Americano, which is Campari, sweet vermouth, and soda water. But he wanted something stronger because after, you know, it's just, like you said, it's, it's a couple... It's a couple uh, low-proof digestives or aperitifs, you know, mixed together. So then you add the gin in there and it, it kicks it up into another yeah, notch. Yeah, kick it up a notch. Yeah. Get it going here. Which honestly, it's kind of funny <laughs> because the, the, the French 75, <laughs> to reference that, and, and I mean, of course, they're, they're drinks that you like. You like strong drinks, it seems, because that's another one that, that uh, the reason, one of the reasons they called it the French 75 is because and it was named after a gun is because it knocked you on your ass. <laughs> Hell yeah. Kick it, kick it up a notch. That's like yeah. one of my, that's a mantra. You know? I like it, Lindsay. I'm an a, important I, mantra. These are, I approve of your drinks for sure. They're good. good. And just a good standard classic margarita. Just. Yeah. I, I have a big appreciation for that. I worked in a, in a margarita bar for five years up until the closing of society. Ugh, yes. I mean, I, I like fancy ones too. Throw mm -hmm. some jalapeno in there or whatever. Yeah. I'm not a big mezcal fan. Um, the smoky's a little too much for me, but mm -hmm. just shit, throw some cheap tequila in there and I'm good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just... I'd say always, my advice on that is always make sure it's at least 100% agave because then you're going to be feeling a little better the next day. Because if you get the, the, the mexto, it's, um, it's no bueno. Yeah, no, you're, oh, you're doing a half vodka, half tequila shot. And and if anybody that has ever drank a lot or, you know, just had a bad night drinking knows usually when you start mixing spirits, it's a bad thing. And so when you start drinking spirits that are already mixed, you're you're starting off on a bad foot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yes. Yeah. I've had way too many hangovers, I think, in my yeah. life. I'm like, why that was do I do this the... to myself? That was one of the tricks I learned when we go down to Mexico, even is we, we, so last time we went down there, we were at Puerto Vallarta and we stayed at one of the all-inclusive resorts. We got out and bounced around, went to a couple of different places, but um, the, at the resort, if you order a margarita, they bring you a margarita made with the cheapest tequila they have, but they also have hmm. all these other tequilas. So you just ask them what tequila they have and then you, then you just have to ask From there. them for it. Yeah. But that's, I know, I mean, that's just a lesson in life. Learn what you're drinking. Yeah. For sure. And as I get older, I'm like, okay, definitely. Yeah. I'm going to kick it up a notch. There it is again. To mm -hmm. a better, to a better liquor from time to time or most of the time, because the cheap shit will make you feel like cheap shit the next mm -hmm. morning. So yeah, it's worth spending $5 more, a more a bottle for, yes, um, for absolutely pretty much no hangover. If you just stick to it, tequila, tequila in general, I think if you drink it straight, doesn't ever really, or if you drink it only, not necessarily straight, but only just tequila usually ends well. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a little bit of a crazier night because I feel like it's, it's definitely more of a high energy kind of spirit. Definitely. Yeah, I, I, I like to say it's the sativa of alcohol. Yeah, I would agree with that. I used to drink a lot of it. I don't so much anymore unless it's a margarita, but there was a tequila Lindsay um, <laughs> phase and that was never <laughs> probably my early twenties. So there was, you know, just hmm. some really poor decisions, which I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not proud of, but I'm like, Hey, that was a good time. Hey, all, all our decisions uh, make us the person we are today. So it's all exactly. good. Embrace every single one of them. <laughs> For sure. A lot of those decisions came from a night of drinking tequila. And I'm like, yeah. oh. Fucking that guy. Tequila Lindsay. She was a little wild. 
definitely. Hashtag tequila Lindsay. Yes. Like AKA Reese. We can call her that too. She was the alter. What, Reese? Reese. That was the other alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> from base from tequila drinking. Uh-huh. Tequila is one of those things I think I found, I like learned to love a lot through the years too. I remember like the first time I discovered it, I, it was awesome. And then I immediately hated it. And then, I, <laughs> <laughs> and then it took me like maybe 10 years to come back to it. And then I would try it here and there. And there was a couple of times where I drank it on like un unwillingly, but someone bought a shot and then we would just have tequila and then be mixed with other things, primarily whiskey. And I feel like those don't bounce. They don't. They don't balance each other out as well as you hope they would. Mm -mm. But then, like going to a tequila bar and then like getting like educated on on the different kinds and this and that, and then finding an appreciation for it. Man, there's there's a lot to that world. Once once you get past the craziness of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some really there's so many different kinds now, and I go to the store and I'm just like, I don't even know what i'm looking at and they're all very unique and now, have you tried rainier's new gin no but i would need it i, I was just telling my boss the other day that because it's like a it's like a juniper it's like a piney gin too so i think it'd be really good in a negroni yeah i so i have a bottle i haven't opened it yeah yet. i had it shipped down here because nice. we don't have it here in la of course but so i've been meaning to try it but i haven't heard any feedback yet so yeah it's on I, my list. Yeah, I keep seeing, I've seen all the ads and, and I, I guess next time I go to the liquor store, I just got to see if they have it. Because I actually have gin. I need to make a video for um, this cocktail and we need gin. So maybe I'll just go grab some of that stuff. There you go. Yeah. Good shout out to Rainier though, because we love Rainier. Rainier has been a oh yeah day one. I, the first thing I think when I moved to Hawaii and I went to the store, mm -hmm. I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to go grab some beer, whatever. I'm looking around, looking around the shelves. I'm like, do they not have fucking Rainier here? Because, you know, I grew up in Washington my whole life. It's always been around. I was like, oh my God, this is only like a Northwest thing. <laughs> and I, so I, I settled for Coors Light. That was my new Rainier, but. Yeah. So every time I'm home, I'm always like, <laughs> my family always has it for me. They're like, ready. Like, thank you. Are you to come over? <laughs> Although I do miss good IPAs. Actually, there's quite a few down here in California. I just don't yeah. drink as them. much beer. Um, Russian River down there. That's the big one, right? Yes. One of the big ones, at least. They, sure. they were the ones that stopped distributing up here back in like 2015 or something. They mm. just decided to to stop coming up to well, they they to no more Washington, so they go up to Oregon, but not Washington. So we stopped getting all of their beer. Oh, womp womp. They didn't want to expand. They just wanted to keep their empire the way it was. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. And there's so many like microbrews everywhere now. They're just. Mm -hmm. All over the place which is great i'm i love beer so i just don't drink it a lot anymore but when i do it, yeah. it's it's like very it's a very zen moment for me because i'm like oh it's like comfort food right it is you know it's just it's so many calories i'm getting older it's not working yeah. out for my waistline yeah, so much i know anymore. the more you learn about it you're just like oh, shit. uh <laughs> yeah i'm like oh this is a thousand calories in a cup mm. maybe maybe not Could i have a but... cheeseburger or this mm. <laughs> <laughs> Or both. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like traditional IPAs. I'm not a big, I'm, I don't know. I might get virtually punched for this, but I'm not into this hazy IPA kind of. Oh, this, oh this, uh, the citrus and the. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. I'll drink it, but I like mm -hmm. more traditional, like 
just Hades is really hoppy. really popular right now, isn't it? Yeah, it it definitely is. I feel like I'm, I've seen like the, yeah, just hazy hazy pale ales and hazy IPAs kind of like all over the place right now. Yeah, and I I'll go out and you know if I am having a beer, I'm like, hey, do you have what do you have for IPAs? And they're like, yeah. oh, hazy, 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 and I'm like, where's the where do you have any non hazies? You have a standard? Uh, no. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Coors Light then. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you lost your sale. I think that the at the one of my restaurants that I work at, the the Silver City beer that we have is actually their hazy pale ale. Oh. oh Tropic Haze, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Oh yes. That's you know, and it's not bad. That's I not tried bad. that one. Yeah. It's a clean um, one. It's a it's a nice it finishes light, which is nice. It doesn't weigh too heavy on you. Yeah. And have like the glitter sun, glitter peach, glitter I don't know. All those is that one of is that one of the ones that has glitter in it? Because I've seen beer with glitter in it too. I I don't think I tried them. Yeah. But I just remember reading the name. I'm like, okay, interesting. We had one at my at my bar downtown. I worked in Belltown, Seattle. We were right on Fifth Avenue, so and the Pride Parade would go down Fourth. And so one year for the Pride Fun. Parade, we got um we got a keg of glitter beer. You had to like go Aww. and pick the keg up, but when you poured it, it I'm like. <laughs> It was this like swirl of glitter in the glass. It was pretty fun. That's fun. I mean, it's safe to drink glitter. I guess I so. Like food safe <laughs> I would hope so. I mean, we, we served the whole keg. <laughs> <laughs> we sold out in minutes. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was a hit. I mean, I'm sure there's an edible version. Want to watch Joey make the cocktail? Find all of our videos on our website at lifefromthewell.com or go to YouTube and subscribe to our channel, Life From The Well. Let's jump into the personal experiences section of the. Oh God. Oh God. Got to share some stories, Lindsay. I'm coming at you. I know. I'm like trying to think of some, and I'm just like, I'm sure they're there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> imagine over at, like a Duke's. Um, what, what was there a regular scene there? You said like you would get some locals there, but I, I, one of my favorite questions I like to ask people about like some maybe some of their favorite regulars they've had over the years. People that just like then then one of those special people in the restaurant or bar that kind of make your day when they come in or something or or the exact opposite something memorable <laughs> well i mean there's a lot of beach boys so there's this one guy i won't say his name but you know call him uncle sure um and he would come in all a lot he's a little bit older um he kind of did the um outrigger canoe rides so he'd take people out and he would steer in the back and you know they would ride on the waves with tourists so he would come in a lot and he would drink he would drink a lot sometimes he was he was nice but i remember one day he came in definitely had a few beers and then i seen him from the restaurant right i'm just watching out in the ocean he like flipped the canoe <laughs> and spilled every these things are kind of hard to flip yeah. he flipped this canoe over and everyone just tumbled out into the ocean and I was like, oh my fucking God, he is drunk, I think. I don't know. But <laughs> that was pretty funny because I was like, holy shit. And I tried to ask him about it later. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I just saw that happen. I don't I don't know. You can acknowledge it. It's a safe space. I was like, you all right there? I mean, woo. So that was that was funny. As far as regulars there, I mean, I worked in the dining room side, so not really. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we'd always just get excited when your coworkers came in, you know, because we had a really good um, <laughs> discount policy. So and then anyone who had a birthday, like, oh, you know, they go to Duke's for dinner and then go out afterwards or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
So it was always fun to serve your coworkers, I think. Although sometimes they're the most picky and I'm like, dude, you work here. What are you trying to tell me to do right now? You know, I can't do that. <laughs> or, you know, the kitchen's going to be pissed, right? <laughs> yeah, but I saw him do it once. And I'm like, no. <laughs> but oh, yeah, so I, I always look forward to serving my coworkers for the most part. Mm-hmm. There's a few here and there. I mean, obviously everyone's not going to love everyone, you, you know you're an adult so you don't have to like everyone and that's fine as long as you have a respectful <laughs> that's, a, that's a rule somewhere. demeanor yeah. yeah for sure it's part of the service industry you, you can you know just because i'm nice to you doesn't mean i like you yeah in fact if i'm nice to you i probably don't like you because if i like <laughs> you if you're my coworker and i like you i'm probably giving you shit half the time so <laughs> yeah. if i'm like overly like hi how are you probably that's probably a little fake a mm. little bit I try not to be fake, but that's funny. That's a good. That's, 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 a, that's a good point, though, because I feel like that. That yeah. Usually, the shittier I'm treated by a server or a bartender, better time I'm having. If they're doing it intentionally, you know, if if it's just being ignored, that's one thing. But if they're just fucking with you, you know, that it's a good. It's a good time usually. Especially yeah, within your coworkers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just my personality too. So if I'm if I'm a dick to you, I probably like you. That's why my dating life is just. No, it's stagnant right now. Everyone's like, wow, she's just terrible. Everybody's terrible so sensitive. <laughs> I know, like, geez, buckle up. God, <laughs> if I'm calling you an idiot, I probably am in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'll drink to that. Cheers. <laughs> Pour one. Cheers. How do you feel about talking about gross stuff? Gross stuff? Yeah. Yeah, that comes up on the show more often than I than I would prefer, but at the same time, it always makes a good story. Gross stuff. <laughs> sure. All right. What's uh what's some of the grossest things that have happened to you working over the years in the service industry? God, is it do you deal with a lot of gross things um, on airplanes? Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> I mean, people are just I feel like they come into an airplane and then they're like in a whole other world. They're like looking around. I'm like, okay, they're like looking for their seat, and I'm like do you know numbers and letters? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like um, 12C. I'm like, okay, so. <laughs> Look to your left. <laughs> C is a letter in the alphabet. Okay, so this is A. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I sound, I sound terrible and horrible. I'm actually very nice in person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. That's, that's, that's the best thing. Like having a place to, we don't have bars to like hang in and sit out and, and talk about this kind of stuff anymore. So this is. For sure. This, this helps, right? We can come and, and talk and then go back with a, with a fresh perspective. <laughs> yes. I would just say airplane bathrooms are just absolutely rancid. They're just terrible. And if you're listening, mm-hmm. wear fucking shoes in the bathroom. Don't go barefoot. That is so gross. Even with just your socks on. I'm like, I just, I'm, I'm judging immediately when I <laughs> see that. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Like, oh, have you done that? Are you laughing because you've done that? I, you know, I immediately was like, <laughs> I've probably done that. I wear, I wear Birkenstocks on the plane all the time and I just kick them around. I feel yeah. like I put them back on whenever I move around though. I'm trying to think. Yeah. I'm sure there's a time where I walk through the plane in just my socks. It's yeah. I mean, barefoot. but. Never into bare, the... I wouldn't go barefoot, but socks for sure. For sure. But even yet, I mean, and if the floor is wet, that's mm-hmm. probably not water. Yeah, no, it's not a good sign. It's never water. It's it's literally never water. It's probably piss. Yeah. So you're just walking and getting your 
Yeah. You can spend the rest People of the 12 hour day traveling with a pissy foot. Piss, piss feet. Yeah. <laughs> but but on the bright side, you probably won't get athlete's foot. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do when you get athlete's foot, right? Oh. On it. Yeah. I didn't know that. So. <laughs> Interesting. Well, that's like that's what one of those survival things. If you have like a foot infection, mm. I think like um, because urine is sterile and supposedly it helps to clean. But it's also I don't know. That's that's going down a weird path of peeing on things. Also, yeah. get with it. Yeah, or if you get stung by a jellyfish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, peeing on, on a jellyfish thing. That's all. That's absolutely that is so. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. And if you get stung um, by a bee, don't squeeze the stinger. <gasps> Oof. Pee on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a piss. You'll be fine. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> the lesson is <laughs> pee on stuff. Yeah, it's pee on stuff. <laughs> but wear yeah. shoes in the bathroom. Airplane. Thing, keep your shoes on. Yes. Keep your shoes on in the airplane bathroom. That's a good that's a good Also, thing. don't forget your letters and numbers. Just letters and numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Also, that bag that you swear fit on your last flight probably didn't. <laughs> so I'm, I literally do this every day. Like that thing's not going in there. So I used to travel with like a a duffel bag, and so it could fit in most places. Mm-hmm. But then I just ended up getting a smaller, like regulation size thing, and it it, it really works. I, I feel like yeah. when you're traveling, you never really need it as much as you think you do anyways like you're probably gonna wear the same outfit about four times Mm -hmm. (laughs) i I overpack even still Mm -hmm. i'm like nope i don't know (laughs) i saw this meme it was like why do i always pack like 10 pairs of underwear it's like i'm planning to shit myself twice a day (laughs) just never know wearing a swimsuit the whole time you don't even use them they sit in the bag exactly hey uh, at least they were there yeah i was was ready in case For sure. So gross. Um, I was working a dinner shift once at Duke's. And so we're in this hotel, right? On the on the beach, mm-hmm. but it's the restaurant is inside the hotel. So there is um they have a pool area. So there's a pool and there's a hot tub and some like laying chairs. So you know, it was like sunset dinner. Some people are, you know, they make reservations on the very front row because it's a really nice view yada yada and i was serving my table and so i come up and approach them you know they're drinking a bottle of wine they're moving a whole shebang steak mm-hmm. seafood salad <laughs> and they're just like hi um excuse me um there's the man so the hot tub <sighs> shit i should have said this before is like right in front of this table right down below though and this guy is just in the hot tub naked just <laughs> chilling down there <laughs> so just having a day <laughs> oh just spread eagle like naked just hanging out so they inform me and i just look at him and i'm like hey like what the fuck so i get my manager and have him be escorted he was escorted naked out of the pool and i was i'm just like why is that okay why would someone think that was okay i just feel bad for my guests because i was like well free dessert that's not what you really want when you go out to dinner dinner and a show i mean <laughs> was it the show they signed up for but two shows <laughs> I do, yeah. The sunset and a naked man. <laughs> Having the best time in a hot tub. For sure. Getting the most out of his vacation. And there's kids running around. I'm just like, oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he was enjoying himself. <laughs> I mean, sounds like he was enjoying himself, honestly. For sure. Uh, uh, all right. So, next question. 
I like to do, I like to ask a self-care question of, of, of everyone. Cause I think mm. now, nowadays it's really important to check in on all of our friends, especially and see how things yes. are going and, 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 and to share our, our own um, techniques of how we're dealing with this because it's, it's very insightful for everyone. <laughs> so, so in this crazy day and age of, of nothing that needs to be described because we're all living through it, what, what, what are your steps for self-care and, and stress management? You know, what are you, what are you doing to kind of find balance in all of this? Gosh, it took me a while. I've, the first month I just sat and drank and watched Netflix and ate food. Oh yeah. I think that was, that wasn't was... <laughs> cause you know, I was like, ah, it was kind of like a little vacation, mm-hmm. you know, fast forward six months later and I'm like, holy shit, this is still happening. Uh, <laughs> so obviously a lot changed yeah. during that. And I think, talking about it. So I, you know, obviously I, I'm a big mental health advocate personally. So I really encourage people to, you know, seek help if they're feeling a certain way mm-hmm. or even if they're not. And this is a trying year for everyone, I think this year. Yeah, so therapy <laughs> is, is useful. So I talked to my, you know, therapist and she recommended, you know, just find a routine. So that really helped me personally mm-hmm. try to go to bed, you know, at Finding a decent hour. Yeah. yeah. Try to, you know, fill your day with some, something artistic or something that you like to do reading or writing or, mm-hmm. you know, singing or explore your, explore your left brain, your, yeah. your, your right brain. I think the right brain is the creative side, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> one, of, one of the sides is, sure. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, and then, you know, spend time talking to a friend or a family member or have dinner or a drink with someone on zoom Mm -hmm. or just a phone call. Yeah. And just trying to create kind of a schedule for your day and a little bit of normalcy, I guess. So that was important being outside. I know it was hard because you're supposed to be inside, but Mm -hmm. if you could find time to go to the beach or go on a hike or Mm -hmm. even just walk around your neighborhood and look at flowers, that was important for me. Yeah. Being outside being around animals of course i love animals so visiting animals that were nearby with mm-hmm. social distancing if that was a thing i don't know yeah and then you know probably probably hard to have pets when you're a flight attendant huh yeah i i don't have any i do have a cat he's up in washington no he's old he's 12 he's a just a doll yeah but um i've got two 12 year old cats <clears throat> actually that's fine we have a little one-year-old kid oh <laughs> cute Kittens are, yeah, they're, uh, there's something and puppies, just any, uh, baby animals in general. Baby are, animals. <laughs> they're pretty. Yeah. Like, yeah. Another thing. Yeah. Look at pictures of baby animals. That's some self-care right there. Right. Just go find one of those, find one of those like Instagram pages. That's just dedicated to like kittens. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, when Kobe passed, I was like, oh, it's, I mean, it was just downhill from there. I mean, Australia as well. And the wildfires actually. Yeah. Was was uh, the wildfires in Australia before Kobe? Yeah, I think that was in I think that was January's right in the beginning. Yeah, just the whole year, everybody was it just started bad. It's just a snowball. (laughs) So I'm like, all right, we got a couple months left. It's gonna happen now, and then we got the election, of course. We're in charge of the narration of our lives, at least how we interpret it, at least, right? Indeed, absolutely. And we're on the brink of something great or horrible. (laughs) <laughs> the election, of course, you know, so I, 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 I don't want to get too political because, you know, that's no, yeah, I don't, far after I don't like to talk too much politics, politics religion, but, but there's definitely, yeah. um, but that's been a strain on the year and it's caused a lot more tension, I think, than 
Yeah, it's encouraging me to take my. I, I, I'm, I'm not encouraging anyone else to do this, but I've decided that I'm just going to do a like no, no Facebook November. Yeah, <laughs> Facebook Twitter. especially is so. I'm just going to do Instagram for for like the month, and that'll just be my 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 social media of choice. But I, I got to get off of, um, especially Facebook during the election season. Just even leading up to it, it's it's horrible. I might I might jump off a week early. For sure. I have already cut back in just yeah. not completely, but that's the thing is like, I like, like being there for the connection and the, and the people that yeah. are there, especially now where there's no connection to anybody, you know, yeah. so, it's intended purpose, you know, yeah. like it's good to see nice yeah, posts, but, but, but no Facebook November, I think should be something that a lot of people should look into. Cause I feel like, you know, a lot of us get lost in that social media chaos and, and the fact that people believe crazy shit, you know, from the other side of the, world and, and you have a hard time even understanding that and then it just ends up ruining your day <laughs> exactly and you know I have someone I know was like oh I did you know I don't have social media anymore and I'm like okay like how did you come to that conclusion and he's like oh you know I kind of just did a self-study every time you know I was on social media afterward like I would document how I felt yeah. he's like and over time it was consistently like angry or irritated or something he's like and that's just not worth it so he eventually just got rid of it which i'm like i don't know if i could do that it's i'm like i gotta i gotta see cute puppies and all that yeah no and i Um, i like i like the family i like being aware of your emotions you know the the, the, being aware of what it brings up in you is really good but i don't Mm -hmm. i don't i don't necessarily i mean i'm not gonna shit on your friend i think that's he's making a decision that works for him but i think you know for for me at least when when i find myself feeling those ways i want to like you know, have a little more, more control over my emotions, you know, and not feel so helpless when I feel angry or sad, you know, what's making me feel that way. And how can I like turn that into something productive? It's just this crazy ass world. It's an overwhelming onslaught of, of, of like emotional, like pictures and and statements and stuff. And so it's really a test of of how we react. I agree. I think, you know, you always have to feel your whatever you're feeling, just feel it, you know, don't try to suppress it or sure. Like if you're sad, be sad. If you're mad, be mad, you know, yeah. as long as you're able to recognize that. And then you come up with ways to understand why you're feeling that way or how to bring yourself down or, you know, I think that's an important skill, life skill to have. And it takes a long time to get there. And I feel like it's always, it's a constant learning experience, but that's, eh, that's life in general, I think. Sure. As long as we stay in that in that realm too, like I think we're we're set up for success. As long as you're looking to constantly learn, yeah, and just being open and... to the fact that you don't have the answers yet, and you probably never will. But as long as you keep asking questions, like you're gonna have a, a better life, yeah, <laughs> a balance at for least. sure. Indeed, and just this sounds extremely cliche, whatever. But I I fully it's also been really helpful for this year is like just Mm -hmm. be where you're at in that moment be present be here now you know and that's something that I always try to because you can you know dwell on the past or worry about the future but it's like you don't have control anymore of those things Mm -hmm. so just to acknowledge where you're at one of the sayings I've learned recently is is um anxiety is worrying about the future and depression is worrying about the past if you find yourself in in the today you'll find some balance and, and, and enjoying, or just, just 
relishing in the moment you're in, you know, you're, you're alive and you're around people that love you, hopefully. Exactly. It's <laughs> you like, know, okay, where am I at right now? I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I have a roof over my head, food in my mm-hmm. belly. Yeah. And I'm drinking a nice beverage. So <laughs> 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 cheers. I'm, I'm doing okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Perspective is, is 90% of the journey. I feel like. And it, yes, absolutely. Especially since pandemic, just because it's been, oh. I mean, yeah. I lost my, you know, I lost my job. But the last day I worked at my bar was on Friday the thirteenth in March. It was, it was really weird. Right? You're like, <laughs> this is very fucking fitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and and then we were just done for a while, and now I'm back and to work at a couple places, and neither one of them are a bar, but we're just trying to figure out what the next steps for all of this is and it's weird yeah it's all just weird it's hard because you can't even have like an open bar right i don't know mm-hmm. what it's like in washington but in here in california there's no inside seating anywhere so oh, yeah. what they've done they everything's outside so mm-hmm. they've kind of like even blocked off parking and streets and parking lots and kind of come up with their own little dining areas so mm-hmm. I see the bartender, you know, they're just, they're, they're just making drinks. Yeah. They don't yeah. talk to anyone. I'm like, okay. I mean, that interesting, definitely a change of lifestyle for them. I'm sure. It's, but. it's weird. We don't, so we don't have bar seating. We, we have 50% indoor capacity. And so, okay. Um, well, that's nice. Yeah. We can have people inside and you can wait on tables. Um, like groups of no larger than six, but Nobody can sit at the bar top. All the tables have to be six feet apart. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's still, there, there's, we just started that, like, man, honestly, like, it, so I work for Tom Douglas. And so I'm, I'm at the, his pizza place, his pizza location, because it's the only one that he's nice. reopened since, since we shut everything down. And so I went back to work there at the pizza place, which has been kind of fun. But um, yeah, we, we started indoor seating right when the smoke kind of hit, because we had tables out on the sidewalk like everybody else, you know, we were just doing our best to, to find a way to figure it out. Yeah. And most of it, like 90% of our business was, was to go is pizza, pizza, you know? So, yeah. Um, but since, since like the, the smoke hit and then the colder weather is starting to come, we we're definitely, um, finding ourselves more indoors and there's just like the pressure to do that, which is also like concerning to me because I feel like you know, we don't have a real grasp on COVID yet. And even the places that do are, are seeing resurgences um, with yeah. the colder months hitting. And so it, it just kind of feels like we're, we're due for another, like. <laughs> another <laughs> shitty situation. Yeah. Just, just, just sure. based on the fact that the weather got shitty and everybody's getting closer together. Um, and it's, yeah. Flu season is among us. I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's but nice. honestly, it's kind of fun to see, I guess, like flu numbers have been down because of, at least in the places where everybody's wearing face masks, because <laughs> germs well, aren't good. being spread as much, you know, even when you sneeze, yeah. it's still stuck to your face, which, which is, um, sure. have you sneezed with a face mask on yet? It's Oh, absolutely. Disgusting. But it's, yeah, I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> hey, it works, I guess. It's yeah. now yeah. my, yeah, my face mask is wet and that's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it, it it's uh, you know, I I think there there's there's pluses and negatives to all of this for sure. At least we're being more conscious about like um, spreading spreading germs. 
I feel like even in the yeah, and being just clean, like wash your hands. Yeah, right. Right when it hit, everybody was washing their hands like ten times more than usual, and then we closed anyways because COVID was spreading more than just a wash your hands kind of thing. But I feel like that's still one of those things that everybody's now aware of, where you know there's hand sanitizer in every store you walk into, and yeah, (laughs) and that that could be a new normal, which is kind of cool because it's like okay. Yeah. yeah, people be clean because you don't know what the hell you're walking in here yeah. with. Clean or you're your, just clean your picking your ass. Clean. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, that's way better because we've been having to just deal with it for the last however long, you know, as, as people on the yeah. other side exactly. of dirt, dirty, grimy. And now you can at least be like, all right, well, you know, there's germs that could affect this whole building. So maybe, maybe we use hand sanitizer and put a mask on so I don't have to smell your breath. <laughs> and also, everyone out there wearing a mask washing your teeth more because that'll help you with your stinky breath indeed just i work um (laughs) no that's the thing it's i worked so i I used to fly to japan um semi-often for work and Mm -hmm. their culture you know they're very respectful um and they'll wear a mask on the plane if they're feeling sick that's just kind of a part of their culture Mm -hmm. um which is great. And that's why I'm like, I don't know why people can't just figure it out here. I don't, it, you know, it's a different, yeah. Yeah. Different culture for sure. Yeah. But um, probably the worst is when, so you do a red eye flight from Tokyo to Honolulu and you do like a wake up service. So everyone's been sleeping all night with their, you know, with their masks and then their breath. Oh, so bad. Like some of the drink and they're just like, call he, and you're like, Oh, just the whole plane fills up with bad breath. Oh, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> sure. Sorry, I'm just like mass and bad breath. It is a thing. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. But I think it's making people more aware of their bad breath, at least. For sure. Like, just grab a, grab a mint. I don't know. Yeah. Grab a mint, <laughs> brush your teeth, floss your teeth. Brush your teeth. Yeah. yeah. I, don't I, use I, the airplane water. I, <laughs> I like to think that I was a pretty regular <laughs> flosser before, but I feel like I'm flossing even more now. Good. Once a day. It's all you need. Yeah. Once a day. My dentist Remember still that song, believe me. Song? Brush your teeth twice a day, floss your teeth once a day. Brush your teeth know. twice a day. I don't remember that one. Once a day. <laughs> it's a thing. Let that get stuck. I'm sure it is. You don't need pizza bagels. You need to brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a 90s thing. It's 2020, um, so hygiene is the new theme. One of the, one of the segments on the show I like to do is... is um, or improve the industry, which is like a teachable moment kind of thing. Um, okay. This is where we like, we talk to our, our fellow, uh, I don't know, the people in the industry and, and just mentor them with, with something helpful. <laughs> you know, I, I just, I don't know. I've been out for a few years, but. Oh, it's so like when, when you go to, when you go to a restaurant and you, and you find yourself like a little bit disappointed I mean, Quiet. right now you just have to have patience and understanding and just be kind. Like, this... But if you're having patience because why? What's causing you to have patience? Because I know that this is like an all new like situation for everyone. And everyone's just trying to navigate through this mm-hmm. in the best way possible with also adhering to, you know, your county's health guidelines. Um mm-hmm. Obviously, try not to get fined. Um, and, you know, these people in the industry are not making what they used to make. So no, yeah, it's we're, hard, you know, and don't like go out to eat yeah. if you're not going to tip. Just stay home, you know. 
And if you do go out and you have really good service, then hook them up because they're struggling right now. And it's um, even right. Well, I don't, I don't know about around the country, but I know like, especially here, like there a lot of, there aren't a lot of people working in the industry currently. Yeah, it's definitely. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, I think the people that are there are the ones that really want to see what the next step is. At least that's, I went back because like, you know, I, I sat in unemployment for a little while, just kind of waiting to see what would happen and then nothing was happening. And so I went back just to try to see if I could have an impact on what was, what we were doing when we went back. You know, if they're just mm-hmm. so I would know what what the next steps we're all taking are, any even you know, but yeah, yeah. Ultimately, it, yeah. I, it, if I was to throw any any advice out there, I guess it would just to be just to be to have patience nowadays. Like, understand yeah. that 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 the restaurants are uh, trying to find a new normal. I feel yeah, like, and that's nobody, gonna take a while. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> nobody's happy with the way things are right now. The 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 employees number one. And so if, if they're at work and they're doing their best and they're giving good service, um, you know, that, that's, <laughs> that's a, that, that, that takes a lot because they're, they're not making the money they used to make. They're doing it purely out of a passion for the industry. And, and, and I think because, you know, there, there's a lot of other gratifications outside of money in the service industry around serving people and yeah, for and sure. This and that. And so, you know, there's, there's definitely people that kind of need that, connection but it's uh fuck it's hard (laughs) right now (laughs) i know i and i honestly you know i'm out of work right now too so i've actually thought about trying to find a job Mm -hmm. um you know at a local restaurant down here or a bar just to because i'm actually well i took a leave so i'm not going to be going back to flying until april but you know, unemployment's not going to last me that long. So we'll see how easy it is to find something out here. Finding a job in the service industry right now is, is not hard, but it's, it's not lucrative either. Like there's, yeah. there's no yeah. money in it right at the, at the moment. It's right now because as much as we like to think that people tip good, I mean, there's a lot of people that aren't tipping at all still because it's, over the phone it's counter service or it's this or that and and i mean you can't i i i I try not to get upset or let it affect me thinking about that like someone calls in a to-go order and they don't want to tip on that like sure i mean like i answered the phone and talked to you for two minutes yeah but at the same time like you know my my table numbers are down everything's down and so i mean it's not sustainable for me to continue doing that so i mean next time you call it's not going to be me that answers the phone because you know i'm going to move on to something else that does something else so i don't know if you if that, that, i guess that's a thought you know if you if you acknowledge kind of what's happening in the, in the industry you know there's definitely um i don't know it, it's it, there's a crumbling there's, there's an erosion that's happening right now that's kind of pushing people away it's weird i don't know i don't like it <laughs> oh, sure. Sorry, I feel like we're getting really down right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I get that. Whoa, 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 Britt, let's kick it up a notch here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it is a great industry and mm-hmm. it's so flexible. You, yeah. you know, you can work pretty much what you want to work or more or less, mm-hmm. maybe not in this environment, like you're saying, but 
you meet great people and you have funny stories. I wish I had right. more. I feel like I have so many and on the spot, I just- Oh, you do? You're going to think of all of them as soon as we hang flopping. out. Like they're just going to pop I in am. all night long. You're just going to, I don't want to project that on you, but that, that seems to be what happens usually. <laughs> well, you just did and it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, even when I do it, like I, 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 as soon as we hang up, I feel like there's always something that pops into my head. Um, but you know, that's the fun of just like being in the moment and trying to live there and, and, and take advantage of uh, exactly like we were saying for sure. Right. For it all sure. comes back around. Okay. Uh, let's go to recommendations. So I used to be more specific on recommendations, but since we started the, the pandemic, I, I just, I just, I, I want, I want any recommendations you have. What, uh, what's a good, what's like the best TV show you've been watching a good album you've been listening to some, you know, we talked about White Claw already and, and seltzer. So, <laughs> Seltzers, drink, always a good drink, option. Um, you know, if you're trying to watch your calories, you know. Hands out that that you would like to share with with the, you know, all twelve people listening. Uh, well, if you've never seen The Office, who are you? Classic, um, please watch it or The Golden Girls. Like, if Golden. you're just having a shit day, turn on some Golden Girls. They're gonna brighten you up. That's true. I mean. They're great, great old biddies. And Betty White is a national treasure. She must be protected at all costs. So <laughs> Betty White. <laughs> she, are the yes. Golden Girls on a service? What service are they on right now? Um, I believe you can watch it on Hulu. Hulu. Um, Perfect. Let's see. Oh, I, I mean, Schitt's Creek. Their final season is on Schitt's Netflix. Creek. Everybody keeps saying Schitt's Creek, and it's really and, fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a great I'm, show. I'm on it. We'll get on it. I started the first season and. Um, I think we're a couple episodes in and then we ended up watching like Westworld or something. You get distracted. Yeah. Um, but I, I but I'm definitely going to find my way back to Shit's Creek because I feel like that's been coming up um, very frequently. I'm sorry. I want to recommend the show. I just thought of something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. Uh, uh, no, I, I just watched um, if, if anybody, if you have Apple TV, Apple TV plus or whatever, I got it free for having an iPhone for a year. Um, wow. but there's, there's a, uh, Jason Sudeikis, his new show, he, it's called Ted Lasso and he plays this American football coach who moves to England to become, uh, an England, uh, British football coach. <laughs> it was like a soccer. Oh, nice. it, it was, okay. Those were 10 great episodes. I don't know. I really like that show. It's a good one. I highly recommend it. Ted Lasso. Is that I say? Did I say Ted Lasso? Ted Lasso. That was the name. Yes. Jason Sudeikis like playing a, uh, a, a, a good character, a, a genuine, like good hearted person, just kind of fun. I like to see those people represented on TV. Those who are difficult still need love too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. As, as one <laughs> difficult, I can attest to that. Yes. Same. <laughs> Aries. I mean, we're just Gemini. We're a wild breed. Nobody likes to Gemini because apparently, well, apparently we're two-faced. Yeah, you got like a little bit of... You just got to find the bright side of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have two faces, so it's like you're, there's two people there. Yeah, there's just more to love. That's all yeah. it is. See, that's a great... That's great. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I, found, I found a great strength in, in, in embracing that um, in the service industry, honestly, because the bartender me would be one person. Then as soon as I'd clock off, I could just step into like, I could be introverted and extroverted in my life and find a balance somewhere in the middle of it. Yeah, that's good. And that's, I feel like in the service industry, you have to be a, a, at least a pinch extroverted. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, you need it. You like need at least find energy from other people to like find the drive to get through the night. A lot of times, <laughs> for sure. And you're gonna want to. You're gonna have to talk to people that you do not want to talk to. Yeah, and find some some sort of joy in it in a weird way if you want to yeah. try to tip out of it. <laughs> or they're gonna ask. You know, people are gonna ask you questions that you do not want to answer, and you mm -hmm. honestly sometimes you just make shit up, and that's the fun of it. That's usually the most fun. <laughs> usually when you're trying to answer something that you don't want to answer with a with an answer that you never thought of. That's like the best moment of the day. <laughs> yeah. Cuz you're like I do not care. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But yeah. I'm going to pretend like I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's the service industry and that's just what we do. We're your friends yeah, for, so for like a price. Underpaid actors is really <laughs> <laughs> extremely underpaid no right, just yeah. kidding some of us seriously though that's... very well but... if you consider how much they're paid by their employees they every server is extremely underpaid true by their employer extremely yeah. i don't even my whole time in the service the fact... industry my paychecks were minimal well the fact that we need know. to get money from our customers is just a testament to that but that's a whole nother yeah. topic <laughs> That definitely is. And then working in Hawaii, you get a lot of, you know, cultures that don't tip. So you just have to become okay with it at some point. <laughs> oh yeah. You get tipped yeah. once a day or stiffed once a day on, you know, hundred dollars. And you're just like, oh well, whatever. Yeah, like, I guess that happens. It sucks. <laughs> it, like it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, five hundred dollar oh, tab. So Here's ten dollars. You're like, fantastic. <laughs> that was that was a difficult thing to deal with. I mean, I feel like most of the time people are respectful and they're trying to respect the culture here in America as mm. opposed to their country. But sometimes I was like, you know, and you're just pretending that you don't. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah this is what we do here. <laughs> everybody knows it at this point. You have internet. Like everybody's got internet. Like you can right? see like, plenty you... of. <sighs> There's literally a tip calculator right in front of you here on your phone like there's an app on your phone called tip calculator <laughs> yeah or on the receipt i'm like you see that we were never right. supposed to circle it we could get actually fired for that really um never... i know people that did i won't say any names i've um, circled it many times. <laughs> right but it's like hello like red pen just like hello yeah there it is just circle the tw i wouldn't circle all three of them i just circle the, the big one yeah. Well, or you just direct their attention to it. Little arrows just pointing arrows. down to the bottom of the check. And then that's that's your next step. <laughs> Choose <laughs> one of these numbers. Preferably the top one. This is what ensures good service next time. Indeed. And the fact that I can pay my rent tomorrow. That's most very important. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd like to here. eat tonight. I think we're I think we're we're uh reaching the last call area of the show. Okay. Another drink. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, it's the last call. For sure. It's I have I have written here guest info and promo shit. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if there's anything you want to like um, promote or or bring to light or or, or share, how's the time? So we do our shot, and then we so I say this last call. Here's a shot. And now it's your shot. <laughs> Hey, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> to talk about um, yeah, anything that anything that you give a shit about uh, social media projects or, or or just projects in general. Um, is is there anything you want to you care you care to bring to light? 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big self promoter, but I think I need to work on that yeah. Um, for my voice, voice, excuse me, voice over work. <laughs> and that would say pick up and then we would repeat that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of voiceover work is actually that you're like, blah, 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 pff, shit. Yeah. And then you got to restart again. You're like, say it again. Say it slower. Again, <laughs> again. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> anyway. So <laughs> I've been doing a lot of voiceover work and not work per se, but coaching and classes. Shout out to Delmar Media Arts. Thank you for your time to do Zoom classes um, that you can sign up for. Really fun. Great um, couple that, that puts them on. Yeah. Follow me if you want. Uh, I, again, I'm just starting. So I have a demo. It's on my website, Instagram at lindsayreese.vo. Then you can go from there to my website and listen to my demo. I'm totally down for some pro bono work mm-hmm. just to start doing some stuff. Yeah, shit. I don't know what else. Have you seen the world, the movie In a World? In a World. In a World. No. Have you seen that? No, that's good. I have not. Got uh, Lake, Lake Bell, I think is the main actor in it. She, uh, it's about a, a female voiceover artist whose dad was like oh. a big voiceover artist. And so she's like breaking into the industry. Nice. Um, I have to check that out. Just made me think of it. Just tired because voiceover stuff. You should check it out. Um, Lake Bell. Yeah. Yeah. I actually remember seeing that in the theater. It's pretty great because I love, uh, I love voice acting. It's fun. I love just. It's so cool. It's mm-hmm. just, it's a great, and that's COVID really gave me the opportunity to focus on it more and to take yeah. those classes that's um, awesome yeah so I'm that's my, for you. I, hope my you, I, hope you, uh, I hope you find find a, a real a real uh, path in there i think that's cool yeah i mean i'm still just trying to take the classes and coaching because i don't want to just jump into something that mm-hmm. you know i don't have a lot of experience in but got to start somewhere so again pro bono mm-hmm. work i'm i can do that <laughs> Well, one of my favorite sayings is, is one of those ones that says, says, it takes guts to suck at something new. It does. Right? I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. And I agree. And you'll never know if you don't try. And mm-hmm. things that make you uncomfortable, like, it's, that's a good thing. You should. Yeah. The only, way to, the only way to really start something new is to kind of suck at it. And then yeah, to, exactly. to find your way into it. And, and, and through repetition, you build, you know, memory muscles and, and, and you become better. And, and uh, like I said, sure. one of the things that, one of the reasons, like, remember you posted the post about wanting to get it or do the voice acting. I was like, man, come on here and listen to yourself talk. Cause, cause Ugh. man, hearing yourself <laughs> talk is like one of the worst things in the world. No shit. Like it sucks. <laughs> it is. I used to hate Going back, especially when you've had a couple of drinks and you're like, Oh, I'm such a fucking idiot. But once you get used to that, like over and over, like, it becomes practice and then you move past it and then and then yeah. you can start like honing things and finding ways to make it sound better for sure yeah i agree because even starting because i'll rewatch a lot of my classes they'll send you the recording and i'm just like holy shit what was yeah. That? Yeah. i'm like hey that's, but then there's times the- where i'm like damn girl that was good yeah that's one of the most common feedbacks i get from people that come on the show is like i couldn't listen to my episode i sound so stupid I'm like, <laughs> you don't though you just you're listening to yourself talk like you don't yeah. sound stupid at all like it's just we're, we're not used to hearing ourselves say things a lot of times you should you should hear how many times we tried to record the intro to this show oh hey it takes a lot of takes to get honestly and that's 
but it's fun. Like it's so fun because yeah. you're just like, holy shit, not well, definitely fun because, not like, that one. Definitely it's not fun, that one. Like a year later, when you hear like you 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 know how many times it took you to get that first one, and then you spend a year listening to it. You're like, okay, it's time to change that first one because that sounds terrible. And then, right. and then yes, you go back up. and you're able to like apply new information to it. I get it. I get it. I recorded a demo and there was a lot of takes on some of my, <laughs> on some of my uh, um, copy. I was like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. It's hard yeah, it's not nice. to feel silly, I feel like, but then. You but that's the whole it. fun of it, you know. Yeah, you, you just get over that. Or you fuck like, up right. and you just start laughing. And you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, but then you get past all of that and you realize that it's all fine and you're going to yeah, get there. And for sure. Oh, I want to say get out there and vote. I don't care yes. what, who, when, where, just get out there, do it. Um, we, uh, we have a duty as a nation. Be out there, get informed. Like, don't think that just because you don't know everything doesn't mean that you can't know something. So mm -hmm. get out there, make an informed decision. Do your research and vote. And if you're young and age over the age of 35 and you have some experience in politics, consider running for president because we got a lot of old people out there. No offense to the old people. I love you guys. Mm -hmm. But we need some young blood up in that office. We need people who know how the internet works running this country. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That wraps up one more life from the well. No, I did that already, didn't I? <laughs> you think so that's all right i am so thankful <laughs> thank you for popping my uh <laughs> thank you for popping my podcast cherry if hell you yeah <laughs> thanks, um... thanks for coming on <laughs> i was so happy i mean yeah, I, I, that, that was that, that this was great thank you for coming on this and sharing your stories um no it's fun to reconnect too because you know it's just Sure. So we all have a, a world separating us all at this point and and you know it's just a matter of who, who's willing to say hey and just answer the phone on the other side so really definitely appreciative of you for for saying yes and, and coming on for sure well thank you fuck yeah dude well that wraps up one more live from the well thanks y'all for listening and thank you especially to Lindsay for sitting in and sharing your stories Thank you to Kelly, the den mother, for, for making this shit happen the way that she always does and being the boss that she actually is. And um, until next time, cheers to y'all. We love you. And be good to each other. Wear a mask and floss your fucking teeth. Click. <laughs> <laughs> and pee on stuff. And pee on your feet. <laughs> and everything else. In any wound. Yeah, Where are your apparently it, it, it's a cure-all for a lot of things, if you can get past the gross factor. Thanks for listening to Life from the Well, full of service industry stories and cocktail history. If you like our show and want to know more, check out lifefromthewell.com. Life from the Well would also like to thank our sponsors, Scratch Distillery and Barfly Mixology Gear. Join us next time for another new cocktail and guest.